What's up, everybody? We're back in the huddle for episode eight. You got Matthew. Yo, what's up? It's Taylor. And it's your boy, John John. And we're back diving into everything sports. We'd like to welcome you to get in the huddle. Be sure to hit that follow button on all our social media. And after you give the episode a listen, be sure to give the show a rating and review. Starting off today's episode, we got to talk about what the drama in the Big Ten that happened. I just want to start out by saying timeouts at the very end of games have been a trigger for Jawan Howard since the 1993 championship game. So what you're saying is instead of punching the Wisconsin assistant coach, he should be punching Chris Weber for calling that timeout. I mean, that's that's the only person I could see Jawan Howard punching, not lap <laughs> of the Wisconsin assistant coach. Well, I mean, my thing is he was calling time or timeouts and pressing beating like a D2 school at the beginning of the year when they were up by like 15, 20 points. And now he's mad because he got the same thing done to him. Is that what I'm, I'm gathering correctly? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't know why he was doing the same thing. He was, he was pressing. They were about to get a 10 second violation. He had one timeout left. Why not use it? I mean, it's his not, it's not his starting five in who can't, you know, they, they probably know the press breaker more than the second group. So I don't see like what the problem is. Yeah, I, did, I don't see a problem at all with, with, with what Wisconsin did. I mean, he had a bunch of young players in there and probably like some walk ons, and you just want to have them in an in game situation, which is you would call a timeout right there. Right. right. I, I don't see any problem with a timeout or anything like that, or, you know, Juwan getting mad about it because. I'm one of the biggest sore losers that I know, and probably I'm one of the biggest sore losers that you guys know. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm as bad as they come. I don't like to lose uh, over nothing. So, I, I mean, I'd be mad about some petty stuff like that too, even if I did it earlier in the year, which I probably would have done the same thing. And the only thing I have to say is if a man, if a guy that I don't really know or necessarily like and we just lost to you in a game and you put your hands on me, I'm yeah, gonna be. I'm going to want to throw hands with you. Yeah, that that, that would uh, trigger me as well. Yeah, don't don't you dare put your hands on me, ever. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. I definitely don't agree with what the Wisconsin coach did or how he tried to stop him and say, "Hey, this is why I called this timeout." Well, but they, then again, yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I just you know don't. He didn't need to – they could have said their words walking through the line. Juwan obviously wasn't going to shake his hand or anything, just let him walk on by. But the moment he stopped and grabbed him, put his hands on him, that yeah, – that's why. explain himself. Yeah, I mean, then all that escalated, and Juwan threw – everybody saying a punch. It was a slap. You know, it was a yeah, nice open-handed punch. slap. It was more of a disrespect thing than trying to hurt somebody. Like, you know, here, pew, take a slap to the face. You know what I mean? Yeah, but how about the players after that swinging and hitting? Well, that's you know that's just them backing their coaches up on each side. You know that none of the players should get in trouble, in my opinion. Which I haven't I haven't seen them get that they're going to get in trouble. They have. They have. The, they have? Yeah, the Diabate and that other guy got suspended for a game, and then one Wisconsin player got suspended a game. See, I don't think wow. that's right. You know, I mean, yeah, they did it. They you know run some suicides or something, but they're just trying to back their teammates and their coaches up, you know what I mean? That's yeah. It'd be different if they start on their own, then you suspend the people that started it. But I don't see any reason for them to get in trouble. I, is no one going to do anything about the Wisconsin coach that really started it all by 
grabbing Juwan. He, he didn't get suspended at all. All he got was a ten thousand dollar fine. He didn't get suspended. That ain't one. gonna hurt his butt. Bo- that's like a hundred bucks to us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that that to normal people that's like nothing for him. Yeah, and Juwan got suspended for the rest of the remaining regular season games. Which yeah, is I saw that five games. Yeah, I saw that. Which I guess Honestly. I just I guess he deserves a worse because you know he's a coach. He's supposed to act professional and stuff. Heat of the moment, it stuff happens. You know, sometimes you just the competitiveness gets the best of you. You know, it yeah. happens to everybody. I don't blame the slap. Yeah, get your suspension, the fine, whatever happens. But I think the other coach should get something too, more than just a fine. He should be suspended for a game or two. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, I thought the punishment for Juwan was going to be a lot worse than just the five games. I thought they might suspend him for the rest of the season, or you know, maybe yeah, put him on like probation unpaid leave or something yeah. like that yeah so yeah. I, think, I think his suspension is fair yeah so, i don't i, I mean I, saying, I, 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 yeah he just thought that you just thought that that's how it was gonna be worse right you yeah know? i'm not yeah i'm not saying it wasn't fair i'm just saying i i figured yeah just how it played out it would have been worse but right i don't i i agree with you guys i mean there's you know Faults on both sides, stuff on both sides that shouldn't happen, pettiness, all that stuff, whatever. I don't I don't blame either side for how it escalated or how it happened or any of that. You know, there's just stupid stupidness from both sides, you know. Yeah, but once you get once you get to that though, as a coach, you just need to back off and just go to the locker room. I mean, but yeah. I don't know. It's just like you said. Because if you don't, stuff like that happens. Well, yep. let me let me ask you this: Say Jawan doesn't slap somebody. Say he doesn't throw the slap. Then what is the main headline? So the main headline right now is all about Jawan Howard because he slapped a person. You know what I mean? He threw a punch. Blah 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 blah. But what if he didn't throw the punch? Is the headline going to be the Wisconsin guy grabbing Jawan? Do you think that's the headline, or do you think? No, uh, I don't, think it, I, I don't probably, even think it's been a headline if he didn't throw a slot. Uh, yep, I was just about to say that. You don't I agree. Think so? No, I don't think there'd be any headline. I because don't think there was still a huge scuffle. There was still a huge scuffle at the line. The coaches and stuff were going at it. The players were all gathering around stuff still. And then Juwan threw a slap, and then it just got crazier. <laughs> but there was still like a circle and a. I think the slap escalated even, made it escalate oh, even more. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I just. If it was never thrown, I don't think anything would ever happen, and I don't think it would have made headlines like it is. Yeah, so, yeah I, I, I agree. I disagree with – I mean, I, I kind of agree with that's how it probably would have been. I disagree of how that – like, if Juwan is throw the slap, I think the headline should be the Wisconsin guy grabbing him. Because, you know, Juwan would have still said something about it at the press conference. About I mean, it probably, it probably would have been talked about a little bit, but I don't think – Every news station would be talking about it like they are. Oh no, because I mean, yeah, technically, it, he it could go to he could he could catch a freaking charge for that. It yeah. wouldn't have been blown out of proportion like it was after the slap. No, yeah, I mean, you guys are right. I was just I was trying oh, to know. you know say yeah. that it's not right that he's getting so much scrutiny when really, if you want to think about it, the Wisconsin coach started it. Oh yeah, no, I, I agree with you as well. So I mean, it's just both sides are at fault. Oh yep. yeah. I'll give I'll give fifty fifty point one percent fault to Juwan for throwing the slap. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, that's that's about as far as I can go. And then the 
Wisconsin coach gets 49.9. So, so John, John, as you said before, do you think this lights a fire under Michigan? I don't know now, now that Diabate and that other guy's going to be suspended for a game. But, I mean, it still could. But I, I'm not as high on Michigan as I was before this happened. Hmm. Uh, so, got, two, so we got two weeks till the conference tournament starts, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And they won't have Juwan Howard, and they won't have two players for a game. So they're going to lose a couple more games probably. They were already probably going to lose a couple more, but now they definitely are going to lose a couple more. Yeah, and they're already on the bubble. So they're going to yeah. lo- drop from the bubble, and they'd have to win the Big Ten to get in. So I don't even think they're going to get in. I mean, hey, the Wisconsin fans are right. When they Michigan was walking off the court, they were chanting NIT. NIT. <laughs> I don't even know if they'll make the NIT. They're 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 really not. Their record and resume is not that great. I mean, they beat Purdue. I mean, that's about the only what good quad or maybe quad one win they have or something. Yeah, like that. they don't have very many good. Well, the quad one wins are like, I mean, a quad one win could be like at. Home, beating Florida at home, but they're like, you know, they're like a top fifty team, but just because it's at home and they're like top fifty or top, it's got. I think it's got to be at home, and they got to be like, like if you beat somebody on the road and they're a top like seventy five team, or if you play them at, at your place and they're a top fifty team or something like that, it's like yeah. one, one win. So I mean, well, you got you got to think that these bubble teams are rooting against other bubble teams because, I mean, Florida might have just taken somebody's spot. They could have just taken Michigan's. They could have. That is, you know, I mean, that that Auburn win was, was looking real nice on their resume right now. Oh, yeah, that almost guarantees them getting in now as long as they just win the games they're supposed to. Right. And they, they've got – they've still got a couple more games to, that they can win. Um, well, speaking of teams playing on the bubble – May or may not be getting in. I'm very curious to hear who you guys like Cinderella teams, and it doesn't have to be you know the the whole Cinderella story of you know a 14-15 beating those seeds and then losing the next round, like a Cinderella that you know a, like a six ten eleven seed that goes to lead eight or final four. Who are who has the potential? Well. I've been I've been on them all year. Oh God! <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear this right now. And I'm gonna stay with them, the Wyoming Cowboys. Oh my gosh! <laughs> they've got they've got a good they've got a guy that can score. They got a big guy, and they play defense really really well. So I mean, oh my gosh! I think they I can't can definitely I'm hearing this on the podcast right now. <laughs> I I think they can make some make some noise in the tournament for sure. They're going to be maybe 11 or 12 seed probably, if I had yeah. to guess, because they're probably going to win their conference tournament. They're only going to have like four, three or four losses on their resume, so they'll probably get in there as like a 13 or a 12 or something, and then they're going to lose in the first round. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. I can't believe you said that. We knew it was happening. Me and John John knew it was happening. <laughs> hey, your, your eyes just lit up and just – because you've been all over Wyoming all year. <laughs> well, they keep winning, so I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna stay with them. All right, John, John, let's hear it. Please give uh, me something decent. 
I'm going to go with the team. I didn't even know they were ranked, but they are. But for the Cinderella, I'm going to go with uh, Murray State. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. That's they a were really my, good one. They I were my second choice. Ranked. What was it? I didn't realize they were ranked. Yeah, yeah they've been they, ranked the past, like, past couple weeks, I think. Yeah. They've been teetering around that 23-24 range. They've been playing pretty well. They're, they're undefeated in the conference. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna win their conference without a doubt. I think, you know, it's funny because the last couple of weeks they've been down by like double digits and then came back and like won by double digits. Yeah. So they've been given these like, I think they're like, can't obviously I don't know this for sure because I haven't really been watching them play, but they've been given like these tests on themselves, kinda like, hey, mm-hmm. let's see, let's get behind and see if we can dig ourselves out of a hole <laughs> situation. This this put some competition on ourselves in the conference. Because they've just been dominating all year. Right. Uh, they beat Memphis earlier in the year, and they they played Auburn pretty even for the most part. I mean, they lost by 13, but they, they only lost by three in the second half. I mean, that's not that's definitely not a bad loss to the number two team in the country. Well, three now. Number three yeah. team in the country. But third team I'd be scared to look at in uh, – Come March Madness, yeah, because they'll be a thirteen or fourteen seed, probably. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll we'll be dangerous. across from me. <laughs> they, they usually are pretty dangerous. They've won a couple games in the tournament the past couple years, so I mean, they're they're always there. Good program. <laughs> well, uh, Taylor. All right, Taylor. Let's hear yours. All right, I'll give you guys a real shot of some a team going to the Elite Eight. Ready? Now it's not as your guys are pretty are pretty good Cinderellas, you know, like a thirteen seed. I'm going more of like this, like they're probably gonna be like a seven through ten seed somewhere in there, depending on how uh they see them and how they finish the year. But UConn, yeah, they're pretty dangerous. They no they, one's really ta- they, you know they're just at, you know they're they're probably like top five in the Big East, I think, right now. They're ranked like. 21 or 22 but they're lurking they they play defense they've got a leader at point guard and rj cole they've got the size at every position you know they got that length and stuff Athleticism. yep they got some they got some depth and uh they can beat you by playing you know to 60 or they can beat you playing to 75 you know they they can they can score if they need to but they're they win mainly on playing defense and, and, they, they, and defense travels. Yep. And they took Auburn to either overtime or double overtime. Yeah, so they're going to be like my – so if they're 8-9 seed, uh, depending on who that one seed is that they're lined up with, I'll be looking for that one seed get upset in the, in the first round or the second round. But if they're like the 7-10, that two seed at the, on the, in the second round, they better watch out. I cannot wait for Selection Sunday. It's going to be a lot – easier to tell who the Cinderellas are going to be. Oh, yeah. See, this is all guessing because we have no idea of any of what the brackets are going to look like right now. So we're just throwing one out there for to see if, where they land. If they land in a good spot, then obviously we'll be picking them to move oh, on. Yeah. It's all about matchups and stuff, though, especially the first week. I just, I just week thought about another team. What? I just thought about another team that maybe maybe might make a run. All right, let's hear it. Iona. Oh, oh my God. Rick Patino. Oh, Rick, back from the dead. <laughs> I mean, I, I can see them making a little run in the tournament. 
Yeah, they, just because they're, they're going to be so well coached. Yeah. And I don't think they're – I mean, I haven't watched them, but I don't think they're a terrible team either. It's just – I don't know if they have the size, though, to, to compete with some of these teams. Aren't they like one of those teams that shoot like a prolific amount of threes, though? Sure. Yeah. I'm sure they got really good guards. Yeah, and they I'm just sure, – I'm, and, I'm and sure they'll, they'll press the crap out of you the entire game. Oh, yeah, so they're just going to shoot and – Try to outshoot you, and that if you get catch fire in one game, that's all it takes to advance. That's why why they beat Alabama. Yeah, and then they're gonna obviously they're gonna be coached well. So, yeah, that's that's a good one. They'll probably be like a fourteen or so, or fifteen maybe. They could be they could beat a a two seed that maybe isn't healthy or come prepared and locked in. Oh yeah, for sure. March Madness, baby. Watch well, the best. All right, guys, let's jump into some NBA talk. We had the all-star break over the weekend. Let's get right into it. I mean, how about Cat representing for the big guys in the three-point contest? Okay, he was claiming to be the best big man shooter ever. Does this help his case? I mean, it backed it up pretty well. No. <laughs> no. I don't, I'm, not saying, I'm not agreeing that he is. I was just asking if it helped his case. No, not Who's one the best bit. big man shooter, Dirk. Yeah, but the Dirk Dirk was just the mid range fadeaway. Yeah. He didn't shoot a ton of threes. Oh, but he every time he did, it was nothing but net. I mean, he shot threes, but he didn't shoot like enough to be really considered a shooter, though. Really? Yeah, I would agree with that. Who would you say Taylor is the best big man three point shooter? I don't know. We haven't even. We've just cracked the surface of big men starting to shoot. So, like, for him to say he's the best big man shooter ever, I mean, it's never really been a thing. I, I wouldn't say he's the best big man shooter ever, but as of right now, probably. I mean, he almost, like, just by default had to put him in the conversation just because he just beat a bunch of shooting guards in the three-point contest. And he, he scored, what, 29 points in the last round or something like that? Yeah, the most ever. Yeah, so – I mean, I just recently put that point shot in there, two of them. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to say he's the best ever. I'll put him in the conversation of of whatever list there may be. I'm not even sure. I couldn't even tell you of a list right now because it, like, over the past, like, three, four years, I mean, it just became a thing. Right. Embiid shooting good from the three this year. Yep. So is Joe. Yeah, the Joker, he shoots good from the three. So, to say, we'd have to have a – next year maybe they should do, like, an all-big man three-point contest, and then we'll see who's the best big man shooter. There you go. That they would... do guards, and then they do big men, and then they do the winner of each against each other. There you go. That settles it. How about that? Because that okay. spice things up for the weekend because this was the worst all-star weekend I've ever seen. Yeah, that dunk contest, what was that? <laughs> I mean, Obi had some decent dunks. They were okay, but they were just okay. I wasn't, like, I didn't get out of my seat. I didn't jaw drop or anything, you know? It was just boring average dunks, it seemed like, that the everyday NBA player can nobody finished, Nobody finished one of the first attempt, I don't think. Right. That's No, unless they, until they did something really just, like, off the backboard, like, dunk, you know, yeah. like. Yeah, it was bad. 
I mean, so, I still think the 2016 dunk contest was by far the best one in a while. Oh, yeah. Easily. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I still think Aaron Gordon got gypped out of that championship. Dwayne Wade. I mean. Dwayne will never live that down. They're giving him heck about it freaking on the. I mean, know, uh, do a legs dunk over a mascot. That was incredible. We've been spoiled is what happened. They they put the two best dunkers, they which is really how it should be, the best dunkers. Like right. next year, I would love to see Jaw in it. I don't think he will, but I'd love to see him in there. Yeah, I don't know why he wasn't in there now. Do you, and, do, you th- do you think the reason why the dunk contest is so bad because they're, everybody's running out of dunks to do that are like humanly possible? Maybe well, I, like well like the one like that Jalen, he's had to have completed like on his first attempt he was doing you know he's had to have completed that dunk multiple times or he wouldn't have put it in his like routine you know, yeah. but he just like kept failing at it and fa- and then he got tired, and then he couldn't even like he had nothing left after he attempted that same dunk fifteen times. Well, I mean, Zach Levine did the same dunk just in different variants and still and won it. So yeah, I mean, the foul line thing. Yeah, he just go between the legs dunk and they award him the trophy. But, yeah, nobody's ever done that between the legs from the yeah. foul line or anything like that. He was his his jumping abilities on another planet. Oh yeah, yeah. Even though the dunk contest was pretty bad this year, how about that performance Steph had last night in the All Star game? I mean, oh yeah, I mean, sixteen for twenty-seven. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And, and he was like sixteen of twenty-one, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, uh, he was sixteen of twenty-one, and then uh, he—I think he felt the pre- he was loose and having fun. Then he felt the pressure of breaking the record, and he was—he was still shooting them from thirty feet away, and he shot shot one with a guy right on him and was contested. Uh, so I think. He, he he just couldn't hit anymore. But he was sixteen of twenty one. You can you'd be lucky to shoot sixteen from twenty one with nobody guarding you. Right. You stand there in the gym by yourself, let alone uh, in the middle. I know it's just all star game. Nobody's really guarding you anyway. But still, people watching you and I mean deep. Oh yeah, I mean he was shooting. Uh, the one was like five feet <laughs> beyond, like in front of the half court line. He shot it. <laughs> It wasn't even two-thirds of the way to the basket yet. He was already turned around on the other side of the court, walking down the court because he knew it was going in. Who does that? Nobody yeah, then, does that. Then, then a couple right after there, he shot one from the corner, and then he turned around before it went in, and he was asking the crowd if it went in. I mean, and he knew it went in. Yeah. He knows. I mean, <laughs> he's easily the greatest shooter of all time. There's no debate. We we can debate all day probably about the big man thing, but there's no debate about the just the greatest shooter ever all time. No, no, absolutely not. No, there's no debate about it whatsoever. He's ended that a long time ago. <laughs> Speaking of. Yeah. Who is your all's top five of all time? Top five starting lineup. You just want to start with point guards and then we'll go. Yeah, point yeah, guard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give me your point guard. All right, my point guard. I'm based my team off the way I want my team to play, and that is shooting a lot of threes and playing some good defense. But okay, not okay. Defense, just enough for you, for you to win some games. 
Okay. So for my point guard, I'm I'm going with who we just said the best shooter ever is, and I'm going with Steph Curry as my point guard. Okay, okay. I got no arguments. I have him actually as my point guard as well. Really? Really. All right, well, I've got magic. Yeah, that that was my second option. Can't go wrong with the old MJ. He I I, I just went I went as a point guard just uh facilitating. Okay. I just I just wanted I wanted a guy that was gonna facilitate and get my other guys the ball wherever they needed it, however they needed it. True. But with Steph, I mean they have to pay so much attention to him that anybody else could get a shot. All right. Shooting guard. There's only two options here. <laughs> and I'll accept either one. Well three if if you're somebody else that I know. But for mine, I I'm going with Kobe. Okay. I also have Kobe. Okay, I've got Jordan. <laughs> I'm with Kobe just for defense as well. I mean, he was non-time All NBA first defense. That's why I got I got Jordan, buddy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they both played both sides of the court, and that's why I think those two are probably the two best players ever. You can't go wrong with those two guys. No, heck no. Those are my only two options, uh, answers I would accept. Who's the third option you're talking about? D Wade. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I could see that as a third, but he's yeah. definitely a third. He's definitely. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Oh, yeah. For sure. He's definitely a third, but I will definitely accept you. Do you see on the all time list that they have Dwayne Wade behind like Chris Paul and uh, somebody else or whatever? I- even read the rest of the list when I saw Kobe at number 10. Yeah, they got Kobe at yeah, top. That list is just – like, do they watch basketball? <laughs> no. You, like, you just don't, don't watch a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. They, like, didn't even wa- – they, they watched everything before the 90s and then everything after the 90s. Yeah. And then just skipped, like, the, the late 90s, and they then they skipped the early and mid-2000s. And even they skipped the whole two thousands also. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, mean, I love I love the big fundamental Tim Duncan, but he ain't better than Kobe. No, no, <laughs> absolutely not. That's just, yeah. I was with John. John, if if you have a list of top seventy five and Kobe's at ten, it's just not right. Just having him outside the top five is blasphemy. It, it honestly, is. I mean, that's just a completely biased opinion by me, but just blasphemy outside the top five. <laughs> I agree. It's not just All right. buddy. Rounding out, we're heading to the three guard, small forward position. Well, I've got Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah? Yep. Who you got, John John? I'm I'd, I went back and forth between Kevin Durant and somebody else. <laughs> I've got, I'll tell you one thing. I don't have Kevin Durant. I'll tell I you one thing. I don't have LeBron. Nope. Heck no. Who you got, John? John, on the count of three, we'll just say it. Ready? Yep. One, two, three. Bird. Yep, Larry Bird. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. The bird, buddy. Just giving my, just giving you buckets. Yeah, I told you. I'm not. I want shooters on my team, and I couldn't think of a better one at small four than Larry Bird. Listen, you talk about shooters. It go, in my opinion, I think it goes Steph, then Bird. 
And to be honest, I picked Larry Bird because he's a very underrated passer. That he's is- just a very under. I think he's a very underrated player altogether. I would, yeah. I, I think. I mean, obviously, he's one of the greatest ever, but I still don't think he gets the true respect and stuff that he deserves. Nope. I mean, yeah. some of the highlights that he has are just incredible. Oh yeah, I love Larry. I, well, we we know somebody that's obsessed with Larry Bird. Mo- <laughs> models their game after Larry Bird. So, oh yeah, I'd never hear the end of it. he wasn't in my starting five. <laughs> All right, moving on. Power forward. Who you got? John John. I went with a lot of defense and rebounding with this position. Okay. And uh, he's a real, he's knocked down mid range, and he can knock down some threes if it need be later in his career. But I went with uh, Kevin Garnett. Okay, that's you you're all Tom Five. Yeah, that's kind of crazy to me. I, I, li- I like him at my, at my power forward. That's crazy because I literally picked him too. No lie. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> I don't. I don't know if I can get on board with Kevin Garnett. Hey. What? Guarding, guarding body. I, I, I don't, I don't think he can guard my player. I, love I got I, Bill Russell, bud. <laughs> he can guard Bill Russell. No. Yes, he can. No, he can't. Six ten. Bill Russell is what? Six nine. It don't matter. Yeah, it does. No, it don't. Kevin Dur- Kevin Garnett led the league in rebounding four times. He was Defensive Player of the Year once. Nine-time All-Defense first team. I mean, he he's he's hanging with anybody. Oh, also, anything is possible. Don't forget that, John John. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just man, the man himself said it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't get on board with that one. <laughs> I I think that I think that was uh, the power forward and center are the two most controversial that we could pick a bunch of different players. Oh yeah. yeah. And they're also like most of them are interchangeable. Yeah, I, I was just, I was going back and forth between Kevin Garnett, Duncan, and Dirk. Okay, I would have I probably would have accepted Tim Duncan more, or or uh, Carl. But since you did go for defense and rebounding, I mean, I I get the pick. I get the pick. You're just building your team. I get it. You yeah. Know? I'm not saying you'd be the worst GM ever, but I'm saying you'd be <laughs> one of them. <laughs> no, my team would score. They wouldn't have to play much defense, and even if they did, they they got the anchors down there, buddy. I would put Michael Jordan on Steph, and he wouldn't score a bucket. <laughs> All right, moving on to the center position. Who you guys got? John, John, you can go ahead since you you've been first all the whole time. I went with the most unstoppable shot in NBA history. I went with the skyhook, <laughs> Kareem, <laughs> baby. I that was I battled between him and then I I went I went ahead and went with one of the best scorers of all time if not the best. Good old Mister Elijahwan. No. What? Who? Wilt Chamberlain, bud. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. Can't go wrong with him. My lord, he's got the most points of uh like he's got the hundred bomb. He's got multiple po- like games over like seventy. He's got multiple games over sixty. He's got if you look at like the top like scoring twenty games, he's got like fifteen of them. <laughs> Nobody must have played defense on him back in the day. He couldn't. 
<laughs> you, how, you couldn't. You couldn't not, even, not, even, not even Bill Russell could stop him. <laughs> no, I mean, you couldn't guard him. It's impossible. Well, my center is Mr. Patrick Ewing himself. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't accept that either. I won't either. <laughs> I will not accept that. I'll accept Kareem because that was going to be my – he's probably – I'd say they're probably – Top two, neck and neck for the center position. I will not accept Patrick. I will nope. not. I thought I thought you were going to say Shaq. I would accept Shaq. <laughs> I, okay, I would. I, would t- I was thinking about him for sure. I got to hear your reasoning behind this. Uh, he just—he was huge and unstoppable. <sighs> He'll just turn around and dunk on you. It's almost like Shaq, just a little smaller. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, but Jordan and Pippen always also made him their bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't accept it. I won't. Just from those two plays alone, I won't accept it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. that's uh, What are you going to do? Talking about me being a bad GM. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you're you're you've jumped up a few spots with the Kareem <laughs> pick, and now Matt has sunk right to the bottom, right down. I can't handle it. I don't know. When I beat you all with my team, then don't don't come crying about it. <laughs> oh God, my team will wax your team so bad. No, it won't even be a contest. Oh yeah, it will. I just gotta feed Kareem against Matt. Patrick Jr.'s not stopping the sky hook. <laughs> I'll just let him score. Nobody else will score. Oh, that'll be perfect. He'll just drop a hundred on you. <laughs> All right. Well, if I have a hundred and twenty, don't won't matter. No, you ain't scoring no hundred and twenty with Patrick. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't need him to score. I got Steph, Kobe, and KD to score. Oh, Larry, Larry's shutting KD shit down. Yeah, Larry ain't gonna have none of that. <laughs> no, can't block KD. Well, I'm out there and guarding right now. Huh? <laughs> What'd you say? Said I'll go out there and guarding right now. <laughs> he got a he got a bum leg, don't he? Who? KD, isn't that why he's hurt? He got a, something wrong with one of his legs, oh. knees or something. I mean, if you play for the for the Nets, you, you just fake injuries, I guess. I don't know. All right, so. That's our all-time lineups, you know. Matt's question, well, I don't know about all-time. His is just a lineup. <laughs> Mine and John John's are more of the all-time caliber, you know. Uh, we got seven weeks until the playoffs start for the NBA. And we got uh, about, I think every team's got about 22 to 23 games, maybe 24 games to play. Um it, we got the Chris Paul injury. We got the Nets that's coming. We got the Warriors that's trying to get healthy. You guys any got any swaps of, like, maybe who's going to be the one and two seeds on each side, you know? I, th- I, think, I think the Suns is the biggest storyline coming out of the All-Star break. Yeah. It's, I, it's, I know, I know Devin, Devin Booker was a superstar before Chris Paul got there, but before Chris Paul got there, they weren't winning. But now that Chris Paul is there, they're winning now. But since he's out, I'm anxious to see if the Suns are going to continue winning. Or they're going to backtrack a little bit because CP3's out. Well, I mean, I feel like he always gets hurt, like right around this time. And then yeah, he does. Well, he's old. Our playoffs. So, 
Well, we got to. I think that Devin Booker is going to have to not. He obviously you can't take the role of CP3, but I think he's going to have to still get his twenty to thirty points. But he's also going to have to try to dish, you know, eight nine assists a game. Yeah, his assists are definitely going to have to go up. He's going to have to be the the scorer and the facilitator and just the overall leader. Because who's going to start in CP3 place? Uh, campaign. He's uh, not if he's back healthy, I think, yeah. He's just more of a scorer. He's not a facilitator. Yeah, I mean, he's a good backup point guard, but I I wouldn't want him starting running my team. No. I mean, they got Alfred Payton and Aaron Holiday, so they're not. I mean. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing if the Warriors can catch the Suns. But uh, other than that, I don't think – I don't see any uh, – Huge changes. It's going to be a race between the Miami, Chicago, and then if Philly with James, if they can make a surge for the one seed or something, they're only three games, two and a half games back, I think, or three games. So it's only a matter of the if Cavs, they can mesh together. The Cavs and Bucks are also two and a half back, so it's going to be a, a interesting race in the East. Oh yeah, it's tight. Real tight, but I think the only teams that will get it are either if Miami just consistently keeps winning, and then if the Philly if Philly can make a surge, I don't think that the other teams will make as big of a surge. Maybe the Bucks, maybe. And it it it, it also depends if the Bulls can stay healthy too. Right. Levine, I feel like he gets hurt like every other game or something like that. Yeah, Lonzo, all that stuff. Alonzo, I mean, but don't forget about them Nets. Yeah. Yeah, but they aren't going to make a push all the way to the one. Oh, they're not going to get a one seed, but they they made another great move today, in my opinion, getting Gordon Drogic. Yeah, they got to get – what they need to do is get out of the play-in games. Yeah, I agree. They're not careful. They're going to drop to a nine or a ten. They aren't careful. They better get KD back. And they better get Ben playing and yeah. uh, do something. Well, it's going to be interesting to see if um, if Ben Simmons is going to be, you know, in shape or anything like that. Or all, in- I, all I care about is with him is if he's going to be there to play at the 76ers on March 10th. That will determine his mindset and if how ready he really is to go. Yep, yep, I agree. That will determine how mental tough he can be, too. Yep. Cause so I can't wait. There's not anything worse than that crowd during that night. No. <laughs> They're ruthless up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that does it for today's episode. Tune in next week for an all-basketball episode and more information about the upcoming Bracket Challenge. And be sure to keep a lookout for any updates and information on our Twitter, at GetInTheHuddle underscore, and our Instagram, GetInTheHuddle3. And as always, if you can't make it to the game, get in the huddle. We'll see you next week.